0: Hi I'm Jennifer and I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. The depth of the way that you nurture yourself and the key things you love in life will have a direct impact in your happiness and prosperity. So today we're going to talk about the necessity of nurture and why it's so key, especially in modern society right now. So in the past week, actually, past couple of weeks, we've both undertaken some nurturing activities, you could say, (laughs) in our lives. We both actually went a little bit of travel without any kids and separately. I must add, we went with, well, you went with your brother and I went with my friend Fiona. And we went off and I went to London. We went to a a show. We went a little bit of shopping and we decided to go to a bit of a fun, I wouldn't say karaoke party. I think that's the way to describe it. I think karaoke (laughs) party is about right, actually. It was. It was just a gathering of people who loved the band BTS. Now, I don't expect the comments to slide me off. You can like who you like, but we, it was a fan club meeting. (laughs) So it was very intense. It was very good fun. So there was karaoke and there was the concert playing. It was just super fun. And I think actually in our life, since we both left the corporate world over the past couple of years, me just in the past year, I know that our focus or one of my keen focuses was making sure we did travel. We did do things that maybe we couldn't do in the past because of jobs. And I actually forgot how much travel and just exploring new places felt good for my soul so you know as we record this it's 2022 at the start of it we've had the pandemic you've not been able to travel like we usually would travel a couple of times a year with the boys we usually in the past couple of years or before the pandemic we would go on city breaks and go on little adventures together and I know you've you've done lots of adventures on your own as well Matt but I it made me realize that just this last weekend going away a couple of days how much it felt like it was just a, a rebalance of just being able to, to see the wonder of beauty of new places that you'd never... And I've been to London tons of times with you, Matt, because obviously you're from there, a London boy. But it was just so nice to appreciate something different. And um, it was even just exciting, the different shops that you could go and get food <laughs> and play. And like uh, you can maybe talk about where you ended up, but seeing a different shop to go into and, oh, I recognise that brand name, never been in that shop. It was just really exciting and it really revitalized me to be honest in the the past week so I'm I'm really glad that we both got an opportunity to travel just a little bit even if it was separately there's more travel to come.
1: Well what you'll find is when you do different tasks in different ways then you get a somewhat different experience Mm. so your experience going with your friend was very different to the kind of experience we would have now granted we may well see a show or um, do some of the things you did but I think it can feel different depending on the company you're with, um, what time of year you're going, yep. and, and lots of other factors. But it is very nurturing to have that freedom and flexibility to do things that allow you to get new insights into the world, into yourself, new opportunities, new experiences. That is all nourishing for you because otherwise you're someone that basically works, sleeps, And then has the weekend to recover Mm. from the last week before you're then straight into the next week. Mm -hmm. And spending that time doing things that you enjoy, that you love, or that you just want to explore, I think is very nurturing for you. It's giving yourself permission Mm. to almost spend that money, spend that time, spend that effort on things that matter to you. And we don't do it enough. So I went to New York, as you mentioned, I went with my brother and... That was just a really good time. We did a lot of walking, a, a lot of walking.
0: <laughs> I, know. Um, I know, you're perfect. Well, you used to send me your Apple Watch status. It was like 30,000, 40,000 steps. Yeah, so there's
1: a lot of steps. Crazy. Actually, I made a video about it for the Kempson house. Yep, you can so go you and can, check it out. Yeah, you can check it out over there. But it was, again, it was just a really great experience mm. to go and do something a little bit different. And that also applies almost to the, the bicycle ride I did last year, yep. which yep. I will finish up. This year, when it gets yep. a bit nicer. Yep. But even though that could be seen as something that's less nurturing because it's effort, it's stress, it's strain, mm-hmm. and also the way I have been doing it, I kind of don't really know how far I'm going to get or where I'm going to stop next. <laughs> yeah. So there, there is an element of drama to it, but it's nurturing because when you're sitting there without anything to listen to and you're just watching the world and using the maps to guide you for eight hours mm. or so, mm. then you end up with a lot of time with your thoughts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like a good quality walk in many yep, ways. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yep. So
1: I find that all of these experiences and things are quite nurturing. Now, the interesting thing about nurture is that you need to nurture things that you want to grow positively. Okay. Now, we always think about nurture. I think the first thing that comes into your head when you think of nurture is children.
0: Absolutely, yep. And
1: them growing up and kind of trying to shape and form the people that they are, the way that they behave, the yep. way that they think. And what we notice, I think, when we think about that is that it's a never ending job. Right. Yep. You're constantly nurturing children. You're constantly trying to steer their behavior. You're trying to educate them more and more. You're trying to teach them the right kind of morals. And you get hints that sometimes things aren't quite right or they've picked up things from somewhere else. Right. And then you're having to rejig it. And then you're having to. Even simple things like potty training and giving them different foods and all Mm. those things. And the nurturing of children never ends because there's always stuff to do. Always ways that you think that you want to maybe tweak Mm -hmm, their behaviors, mm -hmm. their habits. Because as parents, you want them to be the best they can be Mm -hmm. when they go off into the world. You want them to be someone that can function in society as a grown-up, have good relationships, good employment. So you focus on that you don't have a day off from nurture no now obviously at times you feel like you just want a bit of peace mm-hmm. So actually going away for us yeah, gives you a little yeah. bit of space and peace yeah but the thought process of it is it's kind of a full-time job mm-hmm. even when they're at school they're getting nurtured that's than by than a full-time teacher.
0: job you've got overtime as well, <laughs> well exactly it's it's constantly it's constant. there
1: but you don't mind it because you know that that's what it's required mm-hmm. but what i find interesting is that we need to nurture of the areas in our life Mm, mm. continually in order to have them grow and develop and respond in the way that we want to yep but yet we don't think about it in Mm. those ways now on the mom fur fur channel you focus on money and finances because you want people to think more about the nurture of it Mm. and not necessarily just nurturing it so it grows like a tree or a plant Mm -hmm but actually nurturing your mindset and the way you feel about it in your relationship. Very
0: holistic view of money rather than the physical. But
1: you want the relationship Mm. to be good. You want Mm. that money and person relationship to be everything it can be so you can get the most positive results Mm -hmm. out of it. And money is just one area in our lives that I think also needs nurturing. And it's an area that you focus on. But there are tons of others.
0: Yeah, when I thought of the word nurture for this podcast as we were prepping it, I immediately think about love. So when I think about lo- nurture, it is that sense of specific attention, but from the, from the place that you want to make that thing feel wanted. Well, you care about the outcomes, don't it's, you? You want it, though, to be looked after as best as you can. Because right? a plant
1: you can nurture as well. Yes. But you would only bother to nurture a plant. If you cared about the outcomes, you cared about its growth and its progress. Yes, exactly. So it is wanting the best possible end game mm. or the best possible path ahead for whatever it is you nurture. Yeah.
0: And I think as a parent, obviously when people use the word, you know, is it nature, nurture, it's circumstance, it's what you know you grew up with, what you see, that that nurture can be lacking as well. So not just in human relationships, we can be lacking in the way we nurture everything in our life and I think that's the real key demonstration what I get a sense of when I take time to focus on myself and the things that I love to give them that care and attention and love I actually feel more self-sufficient. I think in recent months as well I have felt that sometimes my balance wasn't quite right that I was on serving others Quite intensely, like I would get up, and it could just be you know the way I was raised, the environment, modern society. But it's kind of like everybody gets the best of me, and then I get the leftovers. And I really felt this switch that I wouldn't stop serving others, but I would also make the attention to nurture myself. So I actually saw um, a real focus for me things like getting up early, just the quiet. Like for me quietness i'm an introvert <laughs> it might not seem that way but i am i'm a closet introvert Um, it's always the way the introverts are always the ones in front of camera and so for me i actually need and recognize i need that space on my own and it can be you know i get up early i like to sit and read my scriptures i like to you know pray for things that are happening in our life things that, you know for other people but it's simply that hour of just saying it's me and nothing else okay the cats are around that's not quite the same thing but I recognise a couple of months ago that when I don't do that, I feel different. I feel like I'm just waking up. Oh, and like, right, let, let's You're go kind of stumbling let's into go. the day <laughs> right and then it get, ends up being the nature of what we do it can be like the kids get up go to school priority because that they need to be looked after in that moment there's no other way then you know we'll do content we'll do business stuff then we'll have lunch and then it's nearly pick up time and you know we'll try and work out and things like that and it can almost i don't know if you feel the same way it can be almost like half eight at night sometimes before you get a breath to do maybe something for you you know have a bath read a book you and I maybe watch something together hang out and things and I really felt this shift towards looking after my soul because I felt I know that when I put the attention in myself the ripple effect is there and the other thing was I've made it a priority probably for the first time in my life the past couple of years, you know, that I've taken like working out. Now, I was actually a dance teacher for like 10 years and I didn't ha- didn't hit a gym or anything. I was just teaching. But the past couple of years, I felt the focus on, no, I want to be as fit and healthy as possible. I want to I wanna serve. I want to live out, you know, to be 90, 100, whatever age. But it, I don't want my body to break. I want it to be in the best I can make it. So it's things like that, like recognizing that actually I'm not the byproduct of my circumstances. I am the creator of the level of joy, prosperity I have and the, and that's completely down to how I choose to focus and nurture myself. The other thing that's really important we've touched upon in a couple of episodes is it allows you then to not have as much resentment towards other people. I think this is going to be key, right? And it, again, it could be a male, female thing. I'm not going to say for me anyway. I tend to find that if I go into that automatic mode of serving others, work, family, job, whatever, and forget about me until the last moment, that's when you start to go, well, they don't bother about me. They don't even care that I make their dinner. Or they'd, you know, at work, well, well they. the boss doesn't even care that I'm here, you know, half an hour earlier. He just asked me to do more stuff. Oh, that's ridiculous. They're getting... Prom- you know, I find that that starts the little voice that's just like oh you're not really you know thought of that way or just you know just got to keep everyone happy so for me I've actually found it freeing mentally because I've I've made sure that I've given the attention to me and the things that I love in the world first so there can't be any room for resentment because you've you've kind of chosen yourself first, if you know what I mean.
1: And what you'll notice when you do things like that is the rest of the world just ticks along yes. like there's no difference anyway. <laughs> exactly. No, not in a negative way, no. not in a no one's bothered, but no one cares. That's the thing. You yeah. actually nice. as long as you serve the things that you're responsible to serve and that other people aren't being let down entirely mm. or that at least they have um, some kind of knowledge about what's going to happen so that then they can change things for themselves mm-hmm. accordingly mm-hmm. but you've made a bit of a shift in some ways over the course of time and it's a constant kind of effort mm. and game to get things where you want them but as you do it no one actually notices. And that's the thing. I think that when we think about nurturing for ourselves, Mm -hmm. there can absolutely be the guilt of, well, if I'm looking after me, then I'm not doing all these other things. But actually, a lot of the other things we do, either people don't notice, Mm -hmm. which means they don't matter, or they can do without it, Mm -hmm. which also means they don't matter. But it means that you can then focus on you and you move away from that resentment. And actually, you can move into a place where you feel like you're uplifted by the activities and the tasks that you do, and it's not really at the detriment of others. Mm.
0: Nurturing things, looking after things, actually has come completely from a heart of gratitude for me. So when you give your focus and attention, and I was thinking about, you know, are you thankful for the health that you have right now? Or thankful for the possibility that you could become healthier by taking those extra moments? It's things like even, you know, we live in a a new build house, three bedroom in Glasgow. The cars that we have are all paid out in cash. And something I was very, very aware of, I don't think I really cared for a car the way I have cared about my little car out there so I've got a Fiat 500 it's my it's just so much fun to drive right I I really love it and I noticed that when I started becoming very grateful for that car i you know every month i'll i'm rubbish at cleaning cars so i i love to there's a guy who comes to clean our cars he's fantastic happily give him the money to for the service he delivers but i'll make sure the car's tidy you know if the kids are maybe eating or you know we've had drinks in the car they're always taken away at the end of the day there's never clutter i was i i I think it's more like a state of gratitude with respect
1: well i think that You previously didn't leave the car like a trash heap No, I was never
0: messy, but But, I didn't give as much attention. Well, I think that because
1: if if you have a car under a finance deal, most people have them under a PCP, which means that after three years, you're giving it back. And that means that uh, there's kind of a level of, well, I'm not going to have this car forever. Mm -hmm. And no one owns a car forever anyway, really. But when you own it outright, there is no timeline to you not having that car anymore. Mm -hmm. You can choose to sell it up and get something else tomorrow, or you could keep it for another eight years. But yep. like there's yeah. no rules or regulation. So because of that, you feel like the car's more kind of entwined in you and your life. It's your possession mm-hmm. completely, which means that you take more time to nurture it. And the interesting thing about nurture is that there's so many areas of our lives that we can focus on nurture, that we probably don't even think of. So obviously there's the children and you can think about plants and just things that are alive and that grow. But also, as I mentioned, there's things like our money, there's our relationships where are we spending our time are we spending quality time with the people that we care about and it's not just necessarily our partner but whether it's our friends our parents our extended families um our home are we nurturing our home are we looking after it? are we keeping it clean and tidy or do we have boxes from amazon piling up in a corner do we have all the delivery stuff Mm. just piling up somewhere are we looking after our job satisfaction are we nurturing how we feel about our employment and if we're not feeling good about it then making tweaks so we can get a better feeling from mm-hmm. it our physical health our mental well-being there's all of these areas that need focus yes, yes. and attention and i suppose the problem is that there's a lot of them mm. and there's more than i've mentioned and it can feel like it's overwhelming i go to work by the time i'm out the door and then back in the door assuming mm. that you have to go to work at the moment you're maybe 10 hours. 10 hours of your day then you've got a slot in eight hours for sleep which mm. doesn't leave you an awful lot for all the other stuff mm-hmm. but i think that one of the steps can help change that and maybe we need to make a podcast at some point about it is the fact that we can't keep spending our weekends recovering from the last week yes, it can't be yes. you know what i'll open up the booze and i'll sit back because i've had a tough week because What are you doing to make the next week better? Mm. All you're doing is rebounding off the last week, recovering from the last week, Mm, and never setting yourself up in a better place for the next one. Mm. Like, why aren't you job hunting on the weekend? if you don't like a job. Anyway, that's a whole separate thing altogether. <laughs> a
0: podcast coming out of here <laughs>
1: But we do have yep. a whole weekend to tend to some of these mm. things. Like if your body needs nurturing, if you are... Well, actually, everybody's body needs nurturing, even if you're very fit and very strong and you know, you've got a low body fat and everything else. You still need to tend to that and nurture it in order to maintain. So everybody does need to spend some time, whether it's walking, exercising, maybe meal planning for the week ahead, Mm. whatever it is that you can do. I think everybody needs to spend the time on these things. Nurturing all the things that are important to you because the things I mentioned are all things where if you don't tend to them and you don't nurture them, they will probably cause you pain and challenge over the course of time if yes. you don't look after your money yeah. then and if you don't nurture it um, ideally to grow well a lot of people will sit back and say well there'll be a state pension at some point so i don't need <laughs> yeah. to do anything yeah. well is there gonna be no exactly is yeah. it gonna be enough exactly like, as we record this they've announced the price cap on energy bills yes. going up so if your state pension was there before and then suddenly you got another £700 a year to find, mm-hmm. um, you, you could be a bit screwed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't live in the world of pension money mm-hmm. to know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a lot of people that maybe even haven't paid off their mortgages by that point. So mm-hmm. how are you paying your bills? But without nurturing that subject area, mm-hmm. then you're – and it kind of applies to everything else, mm-hmm. whether that's your marriage, your friendships, your mental health, your job – you just fall into whatever the universe decides for you, Ooh, yeah. or whatever unless, someone else decides yeah. for you, unless you're nurturing it yourself and at least deciding. Hold on, this is my car, mm-hmm. so I need to drive it mm. rather than sit in an autonomous vehicle where someone else is deciding the stops, the destination, yeah, and how good the ride is.
0: Yep, yeah. and I, what's helped me is really the art of simplicity. So finally, that love Matt talking there about, you know, you don't want the weekend to just simply recover. I've actually... It's been on my heart to talk about the art of recharging, the art of rest, in the coming up podcast. So look after that. So, so rest just, is important. Yeah. So, so that's all about that. Is. You know, um that kind of state that we're missing of just total recharging your soul and things like that. There's a fantastic um story, and I'll, I'll share it in detail in the podcast when we do it. But um, there's a group of fishermen who they whenever they travelled and did their work. They would always have like let's say an American captain or someone from another land would be leading and they would ask that on when they landed on the area after they'd done the big fishing, they used to say to the captain, We need time for our souls to catch up okay so, don't give any more story <laughs> so save oh, it for the next time there's sorry, too much otherwise sorry sorry um, yeah so that's coming the thing that came to mind was is the art of simplicity with me and nurture i have learned over my journey into prosperity and just being very much more mindful about lifestyle design what i wanted to experience in life there's really four concentration areas for me and everything else i'm sorry it's it's a secondary character in my life unless it really needs my attention so the four areas are my faith my fitness my family and my finances okay so that's the four you can borrow them as well and let's just take finances as a high level we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about money truths because i think it's one of the things that um, i'm a little bit different from other people talking about money on youtube is that i i teach people about the mindsets and principles the higher laws the higher levels of money so that you become in control of it and flip the script a little bit but let's say with money i have this system called the money stacks method that i teach people how to budget the whole of it is to do with underlying values with your money. None of it, and it's not a prescribed method that says you must save 10%, you must invest 10%, you've got to pay off debt first. None of that. Do you know why? Because each of us are completely unique. We each are living a beautiful blueprint, a beautiful different life. And so if I can just give you a rough structure, a rough nurture areas, and there's actually, there is five key kind of pillars that you could focus on with your money that I know if you nurtured them will change your life with money. And that's the whole reason that I'm getting, I'm encouraging people with the areas, if they put, you know, some intention and some focus and some nurture towards will have a difference in the way they handle money they use money their wealth will grow so that would be for example i teach the habits of investing in the stock market creating additional incomes investing in yourself in businesses in your personal development giving something we always talk about because again people aren't talking about this habit and it's a it's a heart changer it will change you and your generosity for the rest of your life and also what you experience in the world i tell people about you know value for money so it's not, I don't care if you want to go to Marks and Spencer's or Aldi for your food shop. I want you to get value and the best quality with your money so it's stuff like that well and that
1: actually when you're talking about the value and where you buy your shopping and things mm. that's about nurture right nurturing exactly, not only the physical it's for things, for it's, physical nurturing the, the, it's nurturing your body but it's also nurturing your mind and your soul in mm. that particular one mm. and what's the fifth one
0: um and the final one is saving so we talked about investing but saving's very different so saving i would actually say like have short-term goals as well our visions so a, a savings goal would be getting out of debt paying off your mortgage traveling
1: decorate the house whatever yeah, it is yeah
0: right but that's where you need cash you know the cash builder for but the whole ethos of my system rather than there's some very famous shall we say prescribed very rigid methods that i think are doing a lot of uh, money trauma rather than fixing money trauma so I wanted to create something that there was actually more principle based that could be completely individual and what I'm really getting the crux of this is teaching people or even just sharing how we and how you know people who are watching and listening how you nurture your life you can very quickly see that there always seems to be in life a couple of key focus points it is never that you've got to look at nurture 20 things in order to get to the goal it usually ends up being a couple of selective things
1: yeah it's often about the things that either matter most to you Mm -hmm. or the things that are causing you the most pain yes and things that cause you pain will matter because they will bug you quite frequently they will either grind down your mindset and your mental state or they'll take up a lot of your time so focusing on those things that matter most that feel like they have the most to gain Mm. i think is the key so yes you can focus on all the things i mentioned earlier and you probably should over the course of time but if your finances are one that's keeping you up at night or the maybe your physical well-being maybe Mm. that's literally keeping you up at night because Mm. like i had it when i was a bit i was quite lucky that i had sleep apnea when i wasn't too heavy
0: no not at all
1: but it woke me up and i couldn't breathe Mm -hmm. and that was the slap in the face (laughs) to tell me to make some adjustments and changes now there'll be people that have various ailments um potentially from their body and it's not necessarily um the weight they carry it could be just other kind of ailments you have Mm. but therefore looking at your exercise your diet and all these things Mm. it can physically deal with some of these challenges that you might have. So those kind of things that are causing you pain in life could be causing physical pain. Mm, And mm. focusing on that to try to mitigate it could Mm. be what's most important to you. It's like yours change over the course of time, you were doing some study recently, so that became your number one, or that was your, it still was kind of within the financial realm because finances for you is income, outgoings, business, and all of that as a whole. But that became your focus, and that's mm. where you spent a majority of your kind of free and spare time yep, yep. doing that's that study. Short term, yep. But then once that's done, it's out of the way, and then you can focus on other things. So it's important to narrow down those things that you want to work on. And the more time you have, the more focus you can put into things. The broader you can make Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But it's more to just narrow it down. And as you mentioned, everything is personal to an individual, the same way as um, a financial plan or a diet. That you can take one of these off the shelf and it could work for you and it could be the greatest thing you ever did. Mm. But for a lot of people, they'll try something and they'll say, Right, I can't do finances, I can't do diets, I mm. can't lose weight, I can't whatever it is. But if you if you struggle and you've maybe tried a couple of different things, then maybe finding someone. So in finances you're a good example in health and fitness there are good ones out there who teach you about the fundamentals yes if you understand principles mindsets and ways to focus then you can actually build a plan that's customized to yourself because you you know underlying what you're trying to achieve and how it works absolutely and that's actually a great way of nurturing when it becomes very personalized very bespoke and you've actually found the answers Yourself mm, as to what mm, works for you.
0: Absolutely. And to close up the podcast, you know I love a list. So we're going to give you um, five ways that you can nurture yourself in the things I love. These sound like it. top
1: tips. These are top <laughs> tips, aren't they? Come on, they, top tips. Listen,
0: I've got to give the people what they love. Right, top tips. I love <laughs> a top tips. No, tip. do you know what it is? I want these podcasts to not just be you and I chatting about things we think, you know, we should have conversations about. I want it to be incredibly... Realistic and practical in life. So here are the top ways I believe that you can nurture yourself and the things that matter most. Number one, are you ready for this? It's going to be simple. This is this the top top tip? This is the top top. Just make time and prioritize free time to focus on the thing on yourself or the thing that you know you want to nurture and grow in your life. So for me, I've realised as well that. Social media is not something that is in my favour a lot of the time. It's usually there as a distraction, or you know, you you'll end up scrolling for longer than you want. And so I've been really focused on if I know that that kind of morning routine, let's say, or getting to the gym, or even you know, working on content, I will usually decide well before right, this is the time I'm doing it, this is my outcomes, and everything else has to, to go away. And I'd really say, like, make sure trying it for me anyway creating as minimum noise is really key. I can't have music on. I love you dearly, but I can't have you talking to me. I usually ask Matt to go in another room just because for me, it's my attention and focus that's really key.
1: And I would suggest that you don't focus on how much time you have. So it's very easy to say, well, I can only really free up half an hour Mm. and that isn't enough to lose 10 stone. Mm. So there's no point. Well, any time you spend in an area is time spent nurturing it and time spent in your mind trying to focus on what you can do, um, even if you are looking at your physical well-being, a half an hour walk is better than no walk at Absolutely, all. Absolutely, yeah. A half an hour, yeah. hour of looking at maybe your meal plan for the next week, so you're less likely to get a calorie-laden takeaway.
0: Yes, yeah, is
1: time well spent. So just because you don't have the three four hours that you might like to spend on something, doesn't mean that the time that you do have available is not worth spending on it. And you kind of let it sap away, as you mentioned on social media Mm. or whatever else. Now there's nothing wrong with social media. If it's something that you enjoy and that you get value from, then great. But don't allow it to be a time sap if there's other things that are important to you. And just don't belittle the Mm. time that you have, Mm. even if it's a short amount of time, it's still worth spending it. Because you'll find if you do get value from it, which you will, if you spend it properly, you'll find that you want to make more time in future. Yes, it's yep. kind of like, it's this self-perpetuating thing where you do something, you get positive results, you feel good about it. So then you want to do it some more. Mm. And then what you'll find is the half an hour that you gave one week, six weeks down the line, you may be finding an hour and a half because we actually have more time than we realize yep, a lot of the yep,
0: time. Exactly. That brings me on to the next thing. Really take some time to figure out what things, what habits, what activities make you feel loved and happy. And it, I would actually encourage you to, to find out things that make you feel loved or happy on your own. You know, for me, I love going out walking. I love going out with, walking with you. We can tend to do about a 7-10k loop around our local area I love it I really love music and dancing yeah I know so... that, that really heavy
1: metal stuff <laughs> with just bananas I, I, just,
0: I just love like music that makes me happy that I can dance to so for me that's a key thing I'll you know um, there's workouts that I can do that are actually dance routines and things like that that's my happy zone um, it'll even like for me as a person I love reading about uplifting and truthful things you know so I will read my scriptures I'll also read really uplifting great books by people that i look up to i get a lot of joy from that it's introvert in me again so you know you're not here to just pay taxes and die you are here to have joy to have impact to make someone else's life different and also your own you're meant to have the best adventure you can so that i would say like encourage yourself to play again and find the things that the habits that do actually make you feel loved and important
1: And those things you shouldn't measure against someone's idea of Mm. what's valuable and what's not. As I said, there's nothing wrong with social media, but for some people, it can sap your time, make you feel terrible because of the types of people that you're following and seeing. So it's not good for you, but for other people, they get the uplift and they can Mm. limit themselves to maybe 15 minute blocks that they do it on. And then it is a good thing like i like to play a video game for some people maybe they find that they get so intense and it actually stresses them rather mm. than relaxing them. yeah exactly. so i think finding what's good for you and what gives you the kind of feelings that you're looking for is, is going to be very unique and individual to each person
0: mm. next thing i would say is we're going to fo- focus on quality of diet okay for this one which you might think <laughs> what's that got to do with nurture nurturing our bodies is half of the process because if you feel better you know and how your body moves and the energy you're putting in you're just going to show up better so i would say you know make it a focus here if there's one think about the quality of food and water you're putting into your body if you can improve anything you're going to feel better you're going to sleep better you might even lose weight you know if you're kind of eating less than you did before and there's the saying like you can't put in you can't put in vegetable oil into a portion expect it to run for 70 years right you need the right fuel so look at what you're doing with your body as well as also maybe the diet for your mind is a great place to start
1: and on that point obviously what you put into your system and also how much you weigh will determine how energetic you feel Mm. and therefore how much time you think you've got so if you have a busy day at work And if you're maybe not eating too healthily, or maybe you're a little bit overweight, then what you'll find is that it's much harder once you sit on that sofa Mm, in the evening to get back up, to have the motivation or to have the physical energy to do so. So exploring how you can maybe enhance the food you've got. And it can be small things like changing one of those takeaways, changing one of those ready-made things Mm. to something that you actually make yourself. Now, it's very easy to go to a supermarket and... It's not the same as ready-made to go and pick up like a packet of noodles. Yes, Mm. they're ready-made, but they're still better than the noodles that you find in the little plastic pots. And then you can pick up a sauce or make a sauce. And then you can pick up some kind of either lentils or beans or chicken or whatever you like. Put it all together. It takes about 10 minutes and you have a meal, which would be much better than what you pick up in the kind of ready-made section and significantly better than what you'd get delivered to your front door Mm. so it can be small things like that just changing one meal that's the great thing about nurture it's not trying to do everything at once and being perfect on day one it's about slowly and incrementally changing things and just giving yourself half a chance in those areas and in food and in body weight and everything else the small things you do can really make a big impact.
0: Absolutely. And we're coming on to the final points. So the next thing I'm going to suggest to you, if you've read The artist Way by Julia Cameron, which is a very famous creative writing, creative type book, um, she talks about taking yourself on artist dates. So I'm going to encourage you to think about taking yourself out on a date once in a while. So what I mean is doing something fun, just in the same way we were talking about habits, make time to go out and do things that you find joyful on your own. And I think it's a great technique as well. If you're someone who has got maybe other commitments in the house or a busy job, you know, you maybe got a bustling family at home or you know, other things that you're trying to juggle in life, it can feel like you've not got time for yourself. So in the calendar once a week, pick something you would like to do tell the other half or you know get the kids somewhere else or you know put the out of office on or whatever and go and do something fun that's just for you
1: a lot of us can think oh i can't do that i don't have the time or no one gives me time make
0: the time (laughs) well
1: you can make the time but also no Mm. one can read your mind right Mm. i've said this to people over the course of time said it quite recently to my brother no one can read your mind as far as what you need Mm. so we work in a household where if we want to do something we'll check the diary And then we'll basically pencil it in Mm -hmm. and just let the other person know that that's what we're penciling in. It's not going to impact the world. And it's kind of like, you know what, I'm doing this because I want to. So you'll be fine by yourself for that period Mm. of time. It's not like either of us are going away for several months at a time. (laughs) but. you have to stake your claim Mm. to make things happen because if you're asking permission, there's always a reason why you can't. And if you don't ask at all, no one's going to read your mind to see what you Mm. want to do. So learning to stake your claim with confidence and know that you you can do that guilt-free because you're not abandoning stuff, you're nurturing yourself, I think is a skill set that a lot of people lack and actually would provide a lot of value Mm -hmm. when you can start to do it.
0: Absolutely. The final thing I want to say is, Encourage you to watch the words that you speak inside your own head and also out loud about others or yourself. So, we're going to have a podcast episode on this in particular, but the power of the words that you speak out and you know you think in your mind is exponential (laughs) worth in your life. We think that what we say doesn't really matter, or you know, we can say, Oh, well, I'm ugly, or I'm stupid, or that'll never work out. These things. I believe have kind of energy and then what we receive and how we feel about the world so the more times you tell yourself something the more likely you're going to act like it's truth and then create that truth for yourself. I noticed it um, when we were when I was in London this past weekend you know I like I love to chat to different people find out what they do where they're from and things and somebody who is incredibly gifted at She was actually learning how to speak a different language. She'd been learning for a couple of, you know, years. She was excellent at it. She was reading Korean fluently off, you know, when we were doing things. But she kept saying, oh, I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at it. I'm just a learner. And I thought, wow, that's really powerful that, you know, to us roundabout, that's incredible that you're learning another language, that you're doing it so well. Almost like I wish you could see how good you were because it would change how you feel about it and potentially what you'll achieve with that language or that thing. So every day, your default thoughts about yourself and what you feel and love and care for, they're influenced by what you speak about them and what you think about them. So start to be mindful, watch yourself. You know, do you speak in a loving way to your family that you do love? Or your home, do you think lovingly about that? Or your job? You know, it kind of goes back to gratitude. But stars, be more mindful about the things you say and actually watch what you do say about the world. I'll
1: give you an example Mm. where people maybe make bad choices on what they say, but it's it's not really a big deal. Go for it. So, and it's women mostly to do this.
0: <laughs> are you going to generalize? Uh, I'm going to generalize. 50% of the world. Okay. 50% of
1: the world. And everyone's now probably listening and watching and getting ready to be angry. <laughs> Please don't <Okay>? be angry. <laughs> you walk into a room with uh-huh. an outfit on. Okay. Someone goes, oh, that looks lovely.
0: Yep. Oh, oh, this, yep.
1: oh this, yep. this was only two pounds <laughs> down the market. It's no big, like you, you basically yep, belittle the shop you got it from.
0: Yep, we do that. Yep.
1: and you belittle the price of it and you just say oh this old thing that cost me nothing from this terrible shop or this shop that's not okay. seen as particularly good right. most of the time it's oh look it's only five pounds from pre like it's no thing mm. you put it down there you go see people are a little angry now a <laughs> you. Yeah? but that is what people do mm-hmm. and rather than like accept the compliment and that's the thing that I think a lot of people have challenges with and I have it you have it as well I think mm. at times challenging receiving compliments yes but it's one way that our wording can kind of adjust how we feel mm. and belittle something and give us a different mood around what we are because we just steer it to be oh, it's no big thing rather yep. than actually yep. someone's liked what we're wearing, liked how we're put together, and that's a positive thing. Absolutely. We, just, we, we put it down. So people should stop that. <laughs> Women in particular, if you bought something and it's five or ten pounds but you look banging bounce? in it, yeah. then accept the fact you look back. You don't need to do anything, but just say thank you. That's exactly.
0: it. <laughs> That's number six on the list. Okay, we're going to close up. I've got a challenge for you. So we've had our top 10 or top five list. I've got a challenge for you. Are you ready? So if this podcast has been something that you, it's just a little bit of truth and knowledge and you thought, "Yep, yeah, that just makes a little bit more sense in my own life. I'm going to challenge you to do this one thing in the next day or the next week ahead. I'd love you to do it as soon as possible, please. I want you to write down on a bit of paper when no one's watching pen and paper not on your iPad three things in life that feel heavy and difficult right now gravity <sighs> I think I'll write down Matthew's jokes <laughs> no and all seriousness, I want you to pick three things that you feel are just feeling a bit of a struggle and heavy in life now it could be um, a situation you're in it could be you know a goal that you're trying to achieve and you're not getting there it could be for someone else that you love or care about you've got you're feeling their pain or something I, I want you to pick three areas that feel really hopeless right now or not ideal and here's what I want you to do then I want you to look at that list and in the, in the topic of nurture I want you to ask yourself one question out of those three things what could you do this week to nurture those situations okay now you don't need to get an answer right away actually it's better if you just sit and ponder and think okay what is something i could do action either say something do something that would be adding love and focus to make this improve incredibly powerful technique. Sometimes we get stuck with the difficult situations and think, oh, this is the way it's always got to be. No, we have power to change things. So whatever you feel inspired to do, it could be that you just decide there's one focus area that you're going to pick, but I want you to then do that action. So let's say if you write down that you're really struggling with your job, it's getting you down. I want you to think of one way that you could nurture it to show love to it, to change it how you would like it.
1: And what you're not looking for here is you're not looking for a solution. No,
0: we're just making we're love to and solve attention. it. We're not
1: looking to make it 100% gone. Now, potentially, love and attention might come up with a solution. So you could end up with an output where this thing is resolved. Absolutely. But the expectation isn't necessarily that you're going to resolve it, but mm. how can you make how you feel about it? Or the circumstance itself yes. improve a small amount through nurture. Absolutely. Because what you'll do with that is you will perpetuate the thought that if I give it a little bit more time, it can be a little bit more better.
0: Or you know A little
1: bit more better. That wait, doesn't make sense. A little, but <laughs> a little bit more better.
0: Maybe it's your English really and your dad jokes. Um, but I would love you to do that. And let us know in the comments if you're watching it on the YouTube channel, Mama for Fur YouTube channel, if there's something that's on your heart and actually you've had inspired that. The action idea and you're going to take it this week we'd love to know that as always as we come to the end of this episode thank you so much for watching or listening it's always a joy to talk to you every single week we have a new episode every thursday morning 8 a.m it goes live on the mama for youtube channel as a video format hi if you're watching or we also release it on spotify itunes everywhere on the audio version you can check out as well if you're maybe doing your commute or going to the gym you can listen to us there we have over 80 how many? I always ask you. I need We've to got know 85 86. 85, 86. It's <laughs> 85, a, lot. 86 is a lot of episodes. i have been doing it for nearly two years. So if you fancy checking out another episode that catches your eye, please do listen or even pass this one on to somebody that you feel would love to hear this message today. And if you're watching on the YouTube channel, why not give it a thumbs up or you can even hit subscribe. We'd love that. Or a little five-star review if you are listening to it as well. So thank you so much for listening today. We will speak to you very soon to